What's up, everybody? Welcome to Log On Games Weekly, your Woo! weekly podcast for all the game inch that you need. Um, yeah, so I'm here, as you can hear, with Shibby. He is Shibby120 on Instagram and YouTube, so go give him a follow. How's it going? What's up? I'm good. Had a bunch of Girl Scout cookies. I'm all sugared up. Nice. I'm also here with... X user 8x, also known as Matthew or Matt. Yep. Two names. Or user. So, yeah, uh, this episode, uh, we got a lot of heavy rumors. Got some horror games coming up. Uh, some. It's really heavy stuff. Yeah, some free games for next month we're going to get into. Um, and then some first person shooter multiplayer things. We got Apex and Overwatch both with some major stuff happening um and then yeah we're gonna our our main topic of this show is going to be talking about those resident evil 8 rumors that have surfaced over this last week so yeah i know so stay tuned for all of that um but again this is log on games weekly um this uploads every friday to facebook spotify and Apple Podcast or iTunes, if you still use iTunes, for the 2% of you that have downloaded this on iTunes. Uh, but for most of everybody else, uh, it's on that podcast app or Spotify. Again, um, if you are listening to this on an Apple product, you can rate us on whatever your device you're listening to. This. So if you could give us five stars, that helps us get seen by more people. It'd be a big help. Uh, we would love you even more than we already do. Um, and yeah, this also uploads on Facebook as a video. We have people comment on there. Um, you can also send us a message on there if there's something you want us to talk about. Um, or you can follow us at Twitter, tweet at us at Logon Games. And again, if there's something you want us to talk about, just send us a tweet. We will get to it. Um, and yeah, that's about it. We will get into this weekly news right now. And I didn't add this to the list, but we can start with it. Matthew hasn't seen the... Animal Crossing Nintendo Switch yet, so I'm going to send this to you via message. I know how to use the Googles. All right, well, I sent it to you anyway. Well, I'm using Google. Um, so, yeah, me and Shibi have seen this message out too. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty surprising that Nintendo's doing... Uh, I guess it's not really surprising, but they don't. they haven't done this very many times with the Switch. Um, but this is a pure, purely custom Animal Crossing New Horizons Switch. I want it. Fit with. And it makes me more hyped for the game. Like it tells yeah. me, it tells me like, wait, oh, this game is gonna be awesome, and Nintendo knows it's gonna be like super duper awesome. Mm-hmm. The only thing that would keep me from getting it is just knowing that they have a new Switch model coming up. That would be the yeah. only thing that would keep you from getting. It. Because that I'm thing looks amazing. Boat. I'm in the same boat. I was like, they're probably going to be a new well, hey, this year. So. I, well, hey, what about this? What if this is the new Switch? People been rumored, you know, been rumoring, hey, they're making a new one, making a new one. What if this is it? What if this is all that they were digging up was just Oof. hints That'd of this? That'd be very disappointing. <laughs> that would be disappointing. <laughs> and I wish they would but, tell me that so I could get the Switch. But, but I still want all of the stuff on this this Switch and then just you know get the pro or whatever it is and use the dock and everything from this yeah. one. even though the embossment in the back is really cool so i will say this i yeah. assume for people that don't have a switch and are getting it for animal crossing um i assume this is like the revision that they did the end of last year with like the longer battery life and all that kind of stuff sure sure i'm sure that's all they'll make from here on out um i had yeah. somebody ask me that and, uh, yeah, I really think that is the case. And because the, the reason why – some people are skeptical because over the holidays they were doing some bundles and we had to kind of be careful because it was the version one Switch, not the second version. Mm-hmm. But in that case, you look at the Switch and it clearly looks like the one that launched. You know, it's the same color Joy-Con, same mm-hmm. console. So since this one does look so different, it's – Definitely 99% going to be the version two because they had to, you know, 
totally remake all of this stuff on it. So right. yeah. don't Animal worry about Crossing. that. Animal really Crossing requires that. all that processing power. So I wish so badly I, that these Joy-Cons would be sold separately, but I don't think they will. Uh, I mean, they, they awesome. will be, um, you know. I want the dock. On the deep, dark, the cold. deep, dark webs. And what's interesting dock, about this is each. Nintendo hasn't done this with many games that I can remember. Mm-mm, I know they mm-mm. did a Pokemon, they did a Pokemon Light, uh, Switch Lite version of Pokemon. And then even the yeah. Mario edition they did was really just with red Joy-Cons. So, right, right. So it's very interesting to see like a actual like custom customized Animal Crossing Switch. Yeah, I, I agree with um, Shibby. Just it seems like that means that they're putting a lot, a lot more into Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is something that, um, at least in the past, has been obviously a. a a big game for Nintendo, but not like, hey, this is our game for this year or for this half year or whatever. Um, and just the Switch version alone with the dock and all that kind of stuff, to me, tells me they're really going to be pushing this. Yeah. And like like even for Smash Bros, the, one of the biggest mm-hmm. games, like there was a pro controller and there was a pro controller for mm-hmm. something else, I think. But yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I'll be a little jealous when I see if I see somebody with it. But um, yeah, it's available. What's cool they, is the carrying case. The carrying case is sold separately and also releasing the same day. So if you already have a Switch and you can't justify getting a brand new Switch, you can just get that carrying case and still celebrate and still feel awesome. So yeah, that is cool. that was really cool. That is cool. And this is There's the first. Also, this is the first set of Joy Cons that they've had that I've liked. If I'm honest, yeah. there's some. Mm-hmm. Uh, Third so, part, I think I like they're it. third party. Maybe the first party. I don't think the first party. Uh, I think there's some third party Animal Crossing like uh, wireless controllers um, coming as well. Nice. Um, through Play Asia is what I, I follow on Twitter. So they they showed they tweeted something out about that. Um, so Sorry. there's there's going to be some I, some of that. I but, like uh, it. I I and well like it. So let's uh. Let's stick with Nintendo here. We got one more Nintendo story, so might as well. Um, Pokemon Home uh, details were were this week, and I've kind of stayed out of it for a l- for a little bit. But um, a lot of people are confused because Nintendo sometimes likes to just confuse the crap out of people for absolutely no reason. Um, so Pokemon Home, for those that aren't familiar, is basically um, your storage app that you can store all your Pokemon in and take it from one game to the other. Um, however, <clears throat> Pokemon Home is only working with Pokemon Go, um, Let's Go, the Let's Go games, and then the new Sword and Shield games. So um, there is a Switch app, and there is a phone app. There's a free version, and then there is a $3, $5, and $16 version, um, which is basically just... You know, the $16 Size. version is, is like, 12 months. Um, uh, but yeah, like so there, basically there is a, there's a basic and a premium version. Um, and then it's, there's an app on the phone and the Switch. But, like I said, I haven't delved into it as much um, because I don't really care that much. Usually, uh, when Pokemon games come out, I like to just start completely over. Um, I'll, I'll swap yeah. some in here and there um but i like to at least play through the whole story like fresh so and then i'm not really in the competitive scene but there's a lot of people that are um and yeah so there is some things like uh for example with the premium version you get the judge function which is basically how you see how the stats and ivs of your pokemon so when you get really into the competitive aspect um that's in the premium version. That's not in the uh, basic version. Um, but yeah, if you want any more info on this, just Google search it, um, or you can reach out to us. I'll send you a link. Um, IGN has a good thing on it, and then there's a lot of good YouTube videos that kind of explain what the differences uh, are on each of the devices and all that kind of stuff. So, 
And you can go to you can go to home.pokemon.com and it tells you about all the features on there as well. There you go. Um, nice. Yeah, and then of course future Pokemon games. That's kind of what you get this for. So uh, yeah, if you want to store your 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 Pikachu's and and your Bulb Bulbachu's, then here you go. It's at least coming. Your Bulbachu. I'm more. A- I'm more of a Digimon guy, you know. You can't store not, Digimon, that's not true. unfortunately. That's not true. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Let's get into some craziness here. Let's do it. Uh, actually, let's do let's, let's do the free games first because no, that's just I'm doing this out of order, but that's just how it goes. Uh, free, free stuff games, is awesome. Free stuff is awesome. Um, so if you are an Xbox Games with Gold member. Um, or if you are a PS Plus member, then you got some free games coming your way. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So for PlayStation Plus members, you're going to get the Bioshock Collection, which... Let's go. Oh, no, a lot of people like those games. I'm not one of them. Yeah. I know. Sacrifice. I've, I've already... Wow. I've already bought Wow. Already bought I don't like them. I just never played them. And I, there's uh, so many games to play, I don't know if I want to. Here's my question for you, Andrew. Uh, I know uh, I know that you have not played them before. If they're free, are you going to play them? No. Or try it? No? still too many games to play. Okay. Yeah. I love the Bioshock games. I think they're absolutely fantastic. But yeah, that's, that's a good... Uh, we've had a couple months of just kind of meh games on PlayStation for the free games. So this this week is a good... Or ne- next month is a good month. Well, this uh, month was a good month too. This month also they had the uh, the Uncharted collection, which obviously we already have, and so for us it wasn't great. Yeah. But for if anybody's never I played those like, games, I mean, yeah. you can't. You if can't you really have get a PS4 than that. now and you haven't played Uncharted, then you're just not going to play it. I feel like. But awesome. uh, so yeah, we're going to get the Bioshock collection. That's the first Bioshock, Bioshock Two, and Bioshock Infinite. Um, we're getting The Sims Four, just in time for the twentieth anniversary of sims 20th birthday in february is what they say but same thing right um so sims 4 is going to be available and for those with a psvr firewall zero hour probably it's not probably it is the best multiplayer shooter in vr that's out there that's just the way it is um and it's a bonus free game for people that have psvr so I already own it, but I have some friends that are now going to get it. So it's basically Rainbow Six Siege, but a VR version. So really good, really fun, and pretty pretty crazy. And then uh, and plays and plays really smooth. I mean, people people that play it like it. Yeah. So um, I've played it a lot, and I really stopped playing because my aim controller was drifting quite a bit. I don't know if that's the controller. From what I read up on, it's the controller. That's the problem. It's not the VR of the game or anything like that, but sure. I'll definitely try it again, and we'll, we'll see. If we'll I, if I remember get. correctly, weren't you telling me that um, since we since we are doing a, a video game podcast, I believe you played that game with um, Greg and... Um, what's his name? From Kevin. I played with some like, Kevin kind of from Kind of Funny, yeah. Uh, when that went, basically when it around when it came out and they started playing it, we played a couple. Wait, of right, right. So we're we're doing a video game podcast. <laughs> Something um, like that. We 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 claim it. We claim it, but it doesn't mean it's real. If you know what I mean. Anyway, it's true. Xbox people, you Casting are pods. exactly Xbox Live with Gold members. <laughs> um, you are getting, I'm trying to, I think this is right right here. Um, TT Isle of Man. Is that what it is? I don't so know what that been. is. I don't know what that is. Uh, but. So basically Xbox, uh, gold members are getting the shaft essentially. Yeah. I mean, Correct. I don't know what that game is, so feel free. I'm just um, kidding. I don't know. They are get, also getting call of Cthulhu. If you play it, let us know. Yes. Uh, they are also getting called Cthulhu, which is mm-hmm. um, not a terrible game, but not a good mm-hmm. game review-wise. I've looked at it a couple of times, but just never kind of pulled the trigger on it. I would have been really happy if that was a PlayStation game of the month. Am, I'm, this month, am, am I wrong, or is that an adaptation from a board game? 
Um, it sounds like it, but I don't think it is. Um, I think you're well, wrong. I think, I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. I think, I think it is. It, well, I think it's like, I don't think it's like there's a call. I know there's a call because of the board game. But I don't think it's like we're making this board game into a video game. No, but I think, but I think all, the video game is like based off of the board game. Say it that way. But um, it, could be yeah, wrong. It, and if by some, I, I, if this is you, please send us a message or tweet at us. But if you are an Xbox 360 person for the first half of February, you get Fable Heroes for free if you have games of the gold. Um, so there you go. Um, if that's you, my goodness. You need, it's time for an upgrade. It's time for an upgrade. But uh, that, that would be really funny if someone was podcast was like, yes, finally I get Fable Heroes for free. Um, and then regular what Xbox is Fable games, Heroes. Is that one line games or a spinoff? I have no idea what Fable Heroes is. It is. It's a spinoff of Fable, but I could not tell you what the game is. I'm looking at the box art right here, and I still can't tell you what the game is. By the way, the Call of Cthulhu is closely based on the Call of Cthulhu pen and paper role playing game. Interesting. I wonder if that's also what the board game is trying to be. I don't know. Based off of, I do. I don't not know. The little ecosystem, the ecosystem, <laughs> the ecosystem, the exorcism, exorcism. Yes, well. exercising is very healthy. <laughs> New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions: one exorcism per month. <laughs> All right, guys. So those are your free games. Uh, Unfortunately, Nintendo, you know, you just continue to disappoint us. Not really. They just randomly are like, here's like 30 Nintendo games for you to download if you're a member. But uh, as far as games with Golden PS Plus, that's what you're getting in February. Um, and those downloads will start this coming Tuesday. Um, so get ready for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, let's move on to some shooter news. Apex Legends. We talked a little bit about uh, this on the last podcast when we were under the impression because they pretty much said it on their stream that I forget the name of the guy, but uh, he was show, showcased kind of as the new character. And he was like a WWE wrestler and he had like this bionic arm or whatever. Um, so what had happened, another thing happened today. So it's gotten even crazier, but uh, so what had happened was everybody thought this guy was the new character and they were like, we'll just show stuff out at a later date. Um, and then they came out with a kind of Overwatch style, like two minute, like animated trailer kind of thing, story trailer kind of thing, where he's being interviewed. Yeah, where he's being interviewed by someone, and then um, this character called the Revenant at the end of the interview, like comes in and assassinates him, basically. So obviously he's not the character because he's now dead. Um, and then in game, you can actually go to the site of the assassination and you can get a, uh, that character's, um, what do you call it? Weapon. What do they charm. call the game? The yeah, charm. Weapon charm. Um, cause his death box is there and everything like that. And you can pick it up. So that's kind of a little Easter egg thing here. Um, and then today, Have you done that? yes, I did it today. Actually, I found nice. it. Did it um, <clears throat> Um, but then today, another video was released that was basically showcasing that same guy, the Revenant, the assassin that that killed the dude in the first video, with him like kind of getting a uh, a mission uh, to assassinate somebody else, and then like basically him going throughout the story to assassinate that guy, um, and he ends up killing the guy and killing the mother. And then there's like a, I don't know, like an eight-year-old little girl that survives but saw it all happen. And so like at the very end of the trailer, it shows her like around her parents' dead bodies and just like she's really angry. So people are now assuming that the Revenant might be the character, but also it's possible maybe that they'll do another short about this little girl, like all grown up. And she's, you know, she's been pissed off for all these years or whatever. But I don't know. That's kind of the shakeup with the Apex character. I'd assume mm. it's going to be 
available when the new season starts uh whenever that was february 4th i think um february 3rd so this this season ends february 3rd so february 4th will start the new season so i assume the character will be available then but we really don't have confirmation still on what that new character is going to be sure interesante yeah so that's been it's been quite quite the story but it's pretty cool how they're how they're going about it i think um kind of threw people for a loop but we'll see what happens with that um we can move on to other first person shooter news with overwatch news happened today as well um a whole bunch of stuff me matthew actually talked about this on playstation a little bit earlier today um but basically the main things are the biggest thing was that they're going to have a hero pool like they have map pools. So in competitive play every season, they take all their maps and they pick which ones they want to have in the game for that season. Those are the maps that everybody plays on in competitive. So sometimes you'll be missing some maps. Sometimes you won't be, and then they'll kind of swap them out or whatever. So um, they're now going to be doing that with heroes on a weekly basis. So one week you may not have, Junkrat, May, Sigma, and Mercy, or something like that. And then next week you will, and they'll take out maybe four, or five, or three, I don't know how many they're going to do, heroes, and they're kind of be experimenting on that. Um, you can watch the full Jeff Kaplan video on YouTube if you're interested in Overwatch, where he explains all of this stuff in very grave detail. Um, but that's kind of the gist of it. And he also says in the video, right now it's going to last a week, maybe they'll do it shorter. Uh, maybe they'll just cancel it all together. Maybe they'll do it every match. It's like We don't really know what we're doing at, at the moment um, when it comes to what it's going to be long-term, but that's what they're it's doing. Work, yeah. yeah. And then uh, as well, they're adding an experimental card to the game for all players. So this will be a part of the Overwatch game, whether you're on PC or console. Um, for the longest time, and still, console has... I mean, uh, the PC has the... PTR, which is kind of where they test out different mm-hmm. things for the different heroes. So now they're adding a card, so you have like quick play, competitive, and game browser right now as like your main three things. Mm-hmm. So they're adding experimental card, um, which is just anytime they need, they want info or or they need a bunch of test people to test out something else that may or may not be put in the game, they'll, the experimental card will pop up. So if they're going to test out something on a hero and they and they want everybody to play it, or they're going to test out a new game mode or whatever, um, that experimental card will show up, and you can kind of be a little beta tester for them. And uh, nice. the reason that that's a good thing for the main game is because you those those the experience points, and when they have like the challenges, like you get so many wins and you get a skin or whatever, that all counts in experimental cards. So. You're still like building up your profile, essentially. That's good. When you do all that, it's awesome. Uh, yeah. So, thoughts. Your thoughts on on how you think the hero pool will be in general. I because if they pick if not. they pick Zarya and Zenyatta and Hanzo, then you're screwed. Uh, not necessarily, because they. I think that's. That's part of it. Part of it is they want to get people to be more well-rounded players because they need to do something to um, help get people off of of damage. Um, yeah. yeah. Because damage characters right now, I mean, if you play competitive, me and Andrew, we 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 play competitive together on on PS4 a lot and. We rarely ever play damage. We get our five uh, matches in, and then we rarely ever play damage anymore. Not because we don't want to. Not because it's not fun. Because if I could, I'd play Hanzo every every game. But um, because it takes seventeen years to find a match if you if you want to play damage, yeah. because that's what everybody else is playing. And I think I, I think right now the last few times we've played, it's been it said a uh, ten minute wait or greater, something like that, mm-hmm. which is kind of ridiculous that sucks yes it really does so today i played and it was five minutes and i think that's the least amount i've seen that's that's the least amount (laughs) since that's been a thing five minutes or greater and i was like what 
Right. So we play mostly tank or or um, support support because we say healing, which is kind of right. Uh, mostly tank or support, but that's just because we want to play. Yeah. And I and I don't mind playing tank, and I don't mind playing support. I have no issues with any of that. It's just a matter of, um, you know, I kind of want to change and do different stuff. I wonder if they should implement some sort of thing where you say, boom, I want to play. You put you into a game with six people. Then you all choose what role, you know, whether you want to do it, however you want to do it. Maybe it makes Mm -hmm. you choose an order or whatever. And then if you don't get damage that game, okay, well, you didn't get damage that game or whatever. But it'll make matchmaking a little quicker instead of saying from the beginning, I am playing damage only and I only need to match up with people that are not playing damage because I am playing damage. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but the hero pool thing tells me that they are planning on continuing to put out more and more and more characters, which is not a surprise, but um, they are definitely aware of of the issues that come with having 60, 70 characters in a game that only six play. And so uh, doing the hero pool helps them keep it balanced, especially if they get to the point where they do these are the care these are the heroes for this season or something like that it helps them with balancing yeah and it's interesting now, because all of this uh oh go ahead i was gonna say it's interesting because um a lot of games that are similar to overwatch have some sort of i don't know the right, the right word but like basically when you pick a character, either one per- like Paladins is one person on one team picks a character, and then you can't, no one else can play that character, and then someone on the other team will pick, and then it goes back and forth. And then there's games that like each team will ban a will ban a character each, which is another thing that Paladins kind of did. But like whether it's Paladins or like League of Legends or any of these games that are like kind of these massive competitive multiplayer games, not necessarily shooters. Overwatch just happens to be a shooter, but it's in the same realm like esports realm as all these other ones, they all have one or multiple things that are like that. Whereas Overwatch, right. um, I mean, it's different from when the game came out where anybody could play. I mean, you could have six divas on one team if you wanted to. And so it didn't take too long for them to be like, you can only have one of each like character on a team or whatever. But so, yeah, it's interesting that they're finally doing more uh, more than that and sure yeah it's we'll just it shakes out it just needs to be implemented correctly and if blizzard has proven anything it's that they care about what their fans think and they are willing to experiment and put in the time to find something that works and they've done that in a lot of different ways in multiple games but with overwatch specifically since that's the one of theirs that i play the most they really have tried to listen to the community and do right by them so yeah that they have. And they also said that the Overwatch League um, is really on board with this and they are, they're going to have their own version of this hero pool when the season starts. The season starts in like a week or two weeks or something like that. So they're going to have like their own version. So I don't I don't know if that will end up being implemented into what the game is now or if it's going to be different or what. Um, but that'll be interesting uh, as well. Sure. Yeah, I like it. Alrighty, so we can go to some spook, some spooky stuff before we get into our before we get into the Resident Evil Eight rumors, um, which is going to be our topic of the week. We have one more rumor uh, that happened earlier this week, which is Silent Hill um, maybe getting a soft reboot uh, with two new games. Report says, and I'm going to read a little bit of this from IGN. Um, and keep in mind both the Silent Hill rumors and the Resident Evil rumors are very much rumors like someone on Twitter or Reddit or whatever um, that has been right sometimes been wrong sometimes these are like the kind of people that are saying this so none of this is confirmed whatsoever Um, are those both Capcom? no well Uh no so Silent Hill is Konami Yes. Um, Who is first? Are they, are are they even rela- are they similar at all? Um, 
not curious. Uh, the only the only similarities is that it's kind of a horror game. That's about it. Resident Evil is like in Silent Hill, you go through a lot of the game without even seeing an enemy or coming across an enemy. There's a lot of exploration in the first kind of Silent Hill games. Um, whereas Resident mm. Evil started out as I like just purely, think PlayStation when I think that. Yeah, um, Resident Evil started out as purely like survival survival horror, and then kind of the more the games went on, it kind of got more actiony, and now it's going back and forth mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, yeah. and the survival horror elements of Resident Evil, and the thing that makes them to me very unique is they are based in one pretty small location, whether it be a mansion or in Resident Evil 7, this house with family or whatever. Like, it's just like you're in this one little place for the whole game. And Silent Hill is not that. They do have, uh, they do have similarities. So there's some, there's some enemies that are identical, um, almost, but, um, for the most part, the gameplay itself is very, is very different. But, um, See, I'm going to read a little bit of this from IGN.com. Um, it states, and I quote, uh, let me see who's, this This came from a Twitter user, from Twitter user Aesthetic Gamer, who's the first to drop um, the report. Um, he says, in, in another news, I'm dropping this stuff, and I can talk about it, and I can talk about this. I'll mention there is a couple new Silent Hill games in the works, uh, Konami about two years ago, reached out to various developers to pitch ideas for two Silent Hill games, one a soft reboot to the franchise, the other an episodic Telltale slash Until Dawn style game to go alongside the reboot. I don't know anything more than that, uh, but I sure do hope Konami has given it the proper budget and found the right developer to make those games succeed. So that's what he said. Um, Two years ago would be, you know, this was in the loom of all the Kojima stuff that happened. And and Konami pretty much telling everybody that they really don't care about their games anymore because they make so much money at arcades and and uh, um, like casino type stuff like that. And so it was kind of a big question mark on if any if they were going to continue with console games. And then they made that crappy Metal Gear Survive game, and and they were like. People are like, well, I don't know if I don't know what this is. Maybe this was in development before Kojima left or whatever. But if this is true, um, I would agree with Aesthetic Gamer where I hope they gave Silent Hill to and gave the money. They gave it to somebody that knows what they're doing and gave it the money for it to be good and not just a money grab crappy game. Hey, um, maybe it's their comeback. Could be. Could be. Um I hope Good. so, um, because especially I would I would love an episodic Telltale Until Dawn style Silent Hill game that that works perfect. Um, and maybe they're just seeing what Resident Evil's been doing lately, and thinking that maybe they I don't know if like it goes two ways. Maybe they just think now we can kind of maybe capitalize on this money wise, or maybe they're like let's put some competition out there and actually make a good game to kind of compete against Resident Evil because they pretty much own that space right now and there's not much. Mm-hmm. Right. I could see that. It could all, it could also be that, you know, now we've heard there's a Resident Evil 2 remake or Resident Evil 3 remake and last year there was Resident Evil 2 remake. It could also be, you know, the company sees it as a good time to jump in, but it also could be, someone spreading a rumor sees it as a good time to start a rumor as well. Mm-hmm. Sure. And again, sure. like I said, I guess I could see that uh, resident evil two was a game of the year candidate last year. So it wasn't like it was just a, a game amongst all these other games. It was, right. con- it was consistently a game of the year winner or contender on all these outlets. So, um, that's very interesting. Very interesting. And, of course, the last thing we really saw from Silent Hill was the PT demo, which is still, even though it was a demo, one of the better and more talked about horror games of all time. So, um, Yeah, it really was. And, of course, Kojima was working on that with Norman Reedus, and then it all, all the drama there happened. 
So uh, they kind of did away with that, I would think. Um, maybe they kept on to something, I don't know. But uh, Yeah, maybe. It's, it's very Hopefully. interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. I really hope that they just kind of saw what all the what Resident Evil's been up to and how good it is and want to like kind of compete mm. compete with them a little bit. That's my hope. But we, we shall see. Um, right. But speaking of all this, we can go on our topic of the week, which is Resident Evil 8 rumors that happened this week. Um, and they're very exciting if you're a Resident Evil fan. Um, of course, Resident Evil 3 coming out... When does Resident Evil 3 come out? I don't even know the answer to that question. comes out soon-ish. I don't know. There's a lot of game in that game, though. There is. It went from being a multiplayer game only to, oh, yeah, we have the Res- the whole Resident Evil 3 remake being on top of that. Okay, so it's yeah. uh, a pretty messy game. comes April uh, 3rd, yeah. almost my birthday. True. They did kind of... April what? A- April 3rd. 3rd. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 3rd, April 3rd. Nice. I see what they did there. <laughs> they did that just for you? And if you rearrange the, the letters in April, I'll let you figure out the rest. <laughs> it spells out Resident Evil. It spells out Resident <laughs> Evil. Um, so why didn't we see this coming? Ugh. I know. So yeah. obviously um, – this is a rumor because they wouldn't announce this knowing that Resident Evil 3 is coming out right now. But right. Um, this is not only a rumor, this has like details of what the game is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, I'm reading this. I'll read a little bit of this from IGN because they don't have as much detail. Uh, so if you, if you want to know everything about the rumors, I would just go to YouTube and find somebody. But they did a good job of kind of putting the bullet points on here. Um, so, yeah, we talked about Resident Evil 3. Um, also, obviously, Resident Evil 7 came out in 2017, um, which was kind of like a surprise drop. As mm-hmm. most of the newer Resident Evil games has been, it hasn't been like a... It's been like they announce a game and it comes out like within six months. So, mm-hmm. um, so according to YouTube channel Residents of Evil... Resident Evil 8 will follow Clever. Exactly. Will follow Resident Evil 7's footsteps in keeping the first person perspective. Um Eurogamer has heard similar details from their sources at Capcom. So there's that. Um Resident Evil 7's per- first person's perspective was a novel approach to series that mostly stayed in the third person. Uh it also worked in giving Resident Evil a fresh take after years of what fans would consider missteps. So, I'm going to skip over some of this. Mm. So, it's supposedly a continuation of Resident Evil 7. Same main character. Ethan, I think, was his name. Yep, yep. Um, so, same main character. So, it's Ethan again. So, I don't know what the story is going to be there. Because he kind of left Ethan. I don't know how he's going to get back <laughs> into a situation like that. I know, <laughs> think right? He would... Stay away from that because he's not like a Resident Evil. <laughs> he's not like Leon or Chris or somebody Leon. that's like, you know, a freaking pro at this stuff. He was just a camera guy. Um, so maybe it takes place right directly after or something. I don't know. But um, interesting. Yeah. Or before or no? I don't. It could be interesting. Maybe. Maybe he has more story that we didn't know about that could. So if you liked Resident Evil 7 and this this rumor is true, you're going to like Resident Evil 8. If you didn't like Resident Evil 7, that's a different yes. story. That, that, seems, that yeah. seems kind of about how it is. Sure. Um, but I don't, I don't know a lot of people that played 7 that didn't like it. Yeah, it, everybody was – I mean there's definitely people out there because there's like that for every game. Sure, but, sure. Um, it going from like yeah, third-person kind of stuff to first-person – People were kind of not crazy about, and then they I, played it, and I they wasn't. were like, "This is really good." So it, it doesn't really matter. Um, and Resident Evil needed a reboot at that point after six happened, um, and after some failed smaller attempts. Like, um, what was the one on Raccoon DS we played City. that was good? 
Yeah, uh, like the, the uh, multiplayer one, Raccoon City. No, Revelations was good. Revelations was good. Revelations 2, not so much, which came out I a little bit still, later. I thought it was still good. But, uh, yeah, but. so they needed a kind of a re- rehash everything from scratch, and they did, mm-hmm. and so it worked what was out really the, well. It may be kind of spoilers, but what what was the, revolution, the revelations in that game? Was it, we're screwed, and these people, you know, actually aren't, my friends and my family, these are actually zombies. Was that the revelations that they came to? Or? No. So, it's no. just called revelations. Yeah, it's just called revelations. <laughs> and and uh, uh, when it first came out on, on 3DS, um, the mm-hmm. physical box art copies misspelled revelations, and I still have mine misspelled somewhere in here. But uh, New Year's revelation. New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Um, Resident Evil Resident Coming Evil down from the sugar. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to read Crash. this one paragraph here. Uh, it says, other details from Resident Evil include how Resident Evil 8 will mark the return of the protagonist, Ethan Winters, as we talked about, um, as well as Chris Redfield. Um, there are also some details about potential enemies, including some non-zombie enemies like werewolves and a female ghost that chases you throughout the castle. So... This kind of that it says werewolves there, um, but that's not. They kind of hinted at werewolves, but they basically said non-zombie-like enemies. Um, sure. So that's kind of a take it with a grain of salt type thing. Um, sure. But then it also they also said in, in when in like the actual detailed video that I watched earlier um, that the rumor is it's kind of. You remember Resident Evil 4, like he starts out in a small village. Mm-hmm. That's bas- mm-hmm. basically what this, it's like it starts out in a small village. You end up going to this massive castle. Um, and it's very, from what they explain, kind of just gives me Resident Evil 4 vibes. Sure. Um, but yeah, and then the, this female ghost that chases you throughout the castle, obviously, in, in these new, in Resident Evil 2 and 3, and in, in the remakes, if that's the first time you've played them, mm-hmm. you pretty much have someone chasing you around the whole time. I don't know if it's going to be like that. Or if it'll be like PT in it, and you know, just certain places, maybe there's ghosts that chase you around or something. Right. But uh, well, no. Here's my question. Here's my question: yep. Are they gonna get into this um, uh, routine of making a new Resident Evil game and then remaking one and then making a new one and then remaking one back and forth? Because I feel like that'd be I a good complain. sweet spot. I wouldn't either. Um, I think a Make everybody um, happy. Absolutely. And obviously they're making remaking three at the moment. If they went to eight and then if they remade four in first person with like their new engine, that would be insane. Four Resident Evil Four is one of my favorite games of all time. It's it's well, up there. I don't really understand how they're doing these because Resident Evil Two came out last year and Resident Evil Three is coming mm-hmm. out this year. Like I don't mm-hmm. they're pumping these things out and then if this rumor is true, I'm sure around E three sometime they'll announce Resident Evil 8. Maybe it's a... I assume it's going to come to all platforms, even the newer consoles. Um, sure. But no mention of PSVR, which makes me sad a little bit. I know I'm in the minority on that, but that's by far... I, like, would, I wouldn't the, put it by them. Yeah, that's by far the best gaming experience I've ever had was playing Resident Evil 7 in VR. Do I have time for story time? Sure. Okay. So that game came out and our friend Colby and I got this game at midnight. At, so did you, Andrew. Mm-hmm. You're the only one out of us three that has a, uh, a VR. We're playing this game at like 2 in the morning. And I said something to Colby. I'm like, dude, this game's freaky. I'm going to have to get up and turn the light on. <laughs> and Colby goes, dude, your lights are off? What is wrong with you? And I was like, okay, fair enough. And then Andrew jumps in the party. And I'm like, so how's it in VR? And Andrew goes, I am sweating profusely. Like, I am soaking wet. <laughs> I just, I remember that night. That game wow. was Wow. Yeah, I would, uh, I would share play it with our cousin. Oh, uh, yeah. he, he pretty much, he didn't play through the game, but he pretty much watched it through numerous times because he's a big Resident Evil fan. But mm. he said he couldn't watch me play it because, like, I'm playing VR, and it's like every time something scary would happen, you're just the camera would shake and you would look away. Like, I can't see what's happening. <laughs> 
yeah. True. Yeah. And VR, that would be, I'm sure that would be really tense. It's, it's, it's tense as it is. If it's mm-hmm. like the, if it's like the remakes, we have like limited yeah. resources and all that jazz. Like, yeah, I can only imagine. Person, so yeah. yeah. I will say this, uh, oh. a lot easier to get headshots in VR. You got to look at it. Mm-hmm. You don't really have to use your finger to, to go over the head and you just got to look at her head. So sure. I was getting headshots left and right. But that's okay. You need that. You need that. You do need that. That's the reward for putting yourself to that torture. Because Seven Seven has some really, really, really jump scary moments. Yeah. Like a bunch of them. Yes. And so in VR, that would be. I'm I'm cool. I'm good. Exactly. They yeah they and they had been working on that game for a long time because they were doing Mm -hmm. kitchen demos is what they called the game. Uh, VR kitchen right. demos, which was just you sitting in a chair or whatever, um, all across all the events and stuff for sure. years, like three, four, five yep. years of them doing that. And I was not a fan. Out. I was not a fan of the whole idea of it going to first person. I was like, I just don't. This is this seems like a good game that's not a Resident Evil game. And, and I I will tell you, I was wrong. So yeah. I'm so glad that, that I was wrong. But it's still like that game. Resident Evil 7 came out in 2017. So, I assume and it, it was announced at E3 and it came out not too long after that, if I remember correctly. Maybe October at the latest. But uh, So, this will be about three years probably from when this game comes out, if these rumors are true and they would announce it this year. Um, but the, right. but they used what, if it, it, what if 8 comes out next year and it comes out... Um, yeah, what if it comes out next year? Is that a possibility? You think, or the or the year after that? Like, what I if they do? I do. 20- mm-hmm. I do well, think it's a possibility, unless they because because of how quickly they've been coming out with games. But they may be using this whole Resident Evil Three remake with the online thing for the online part to maybe hold people over a little bit longer. Maybe. I don't say so, but it's just like I can see it. It's it's pretty crazy that two to me that two came out. And that last year, and that three is coming mm-hmm. out this year already, and that they would do another one at the end of the year. But it also wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they used the same engine for these remakes as they did on Resident Evil Seven, and I assume Resident Evil Eight will be the same engine because it's a really good engine. Yeah, I'm sure two and three were being made at the same time, or at yeah. least some overlap on there with them. Mm-hmm. For sure, maybe separate teams or whatever. But uh, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, it says Chris Redfield will be back. Obviously, he he wasn't in the main game. He was in the DLC afterwards, correct? Because I played for Which Resident one? Evil Seven. He was not in the main game. No, that's what I thought. I played one DLC, and you were Chris. I think that was the first one. Okay, I didn't um, play. I didn't play any, any of the other ones, but I'm pretty sure Chris was like had kind of had a story in the DLC world. Gotcha. Like Resident Evil Seven. Um. So he'll be back in this game is what the rumor is. So maybe it's them two doing doing something together. I don't know. Sure. But uh, sure. all seems cool. <laughs> all seems cool. Seems legit. Um, and yeah, it's it's a good time to be a to be a video game horror fan with with the Silent That's Hill true. and Resident Evil rumors both happening. Um, and I suspect yeah, I think we're. We're all pretty pretty old school gamers, I would say. Like I, for sure. I, I think I'm I'm appreciating all these throwbacks, honestly. I agree. And these comebacks yeah. and you're old yes. school gamer if you don't play Fortnite. That's the way it works. <laughs> I played Fortnite got a little bit, but then I hey, I'm not good at building, so I stopped. Yeah, I concur. Got destroyed and then called bad names by nine year olds. <laughs> I will say. The thing about obviously this is not a Fortnite uh, episode necessarily, but the thing about Fortnite is it's such a good, it's such a well-made game. Like I'm not into it, but it is a they have done an incredible job with that game and reached more people than they ever thought they would. It's legit and found the loophole by calling it a uh, early access for years upon years. You say that early uh, a loophole but there's uh, so many games that do that now so many games yeah this fortnite's basically like what halo was for our generation mm-hmm. when we were growing up and it was just like we're not doing anything but playing halo for the rest of our lives and that's kind of how the uh-huh. younger person are, are with fortnite it's like we're never gonna stop playing with fortnite. the fortnites 
it's the fort. Well, yeah. never. I, we, <laughs> I live like 15, 20 minutes from uh, Epic Games. Four. So it's, Four it's all here. All so here. what you're saying is you're going to break into Epic Games and give out all I, the new Fortnite details. I'm saying I am Fortnite. That's what I'm saying. There you go. We could turn this into a Fortnite no, podcast. <laughs> Fortnite, Fortnite! <laughs> we could really talk about it for like a fortnight. <laughs> Everyone knows that the, everyone knows that the government and the ad people are listening to us through the computers and the phones. So if we fa- say Fortnite enough times, next time I get on Fortnite. Facebook, I'll have a Fortnite ad, and, it'll, and I'll have to re-download it. That's how they get you. It's gonna happen. That's I want happen. They get you. Uh, you all right. Fortnite three times fast, it will, an ad will pop up. <laughs> it's magical. Uh, that's gonna do it. Uh, for this week it's funny because for those of you that are listening and don't know exactly what we do uh, we record this podcast on Thursday nights but we try and get it towards the beginning of the week kind of an idea of of what we're going to talk about and none of this since we've started this this is what our fourth episode except sure. all except for the first episode because it didn't really have any news uh, it's been like there's a little bit like the Apex thing happened and then like the Pokemon home thing happened and then like 24 hours before we record everything drops. That's kind of how it goes. It's been quite interesting. Um, yeah, it has been. So again, if you have something that you would like for us to talk about on this podcast, you can tweet at us or go to our Facebook page at log on games and, um, send us a message or DM us or comment on our video, our podcast video. Um, and if you're listening to this oh. on Apple, please go rate us five stars. That would help us thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Uh, new podcast right here. New Logon Games Weekly every week on Fridays. Um, yep. So mark it, tag yep. it, and tag and, it. And we want to hear from you guys. Uh, um, I know, I, I think I mentioned it last time, you know, we did some, what we called battle Royale episodes where we just kind of, they were little one-offs, not part of the weekly uh, deal that we, you know, did like our top 10 favorite games of all time or whatever. Uh, yeah. Share some comments, some, some stuff like that that you would like to see some topics or something that you would like for us to touch on. If we did like a, like a top, you know, 10 list or um, just want to hear us talk about Fortnite for an hour or whatever. <laughs> a fortnight on it. Like we just get so many comments that we have to do a fortnight, a weekly Fortnite podcast when we don't yeah. play Fortnite. <laughs> you know, like, priorities. Lie. Priorities, man. All right, that's going to do it for us. We will see you guys next week. Oh, let's break it. Yeah, see you. Yeah. Later. Yeah.